0: Go to StoryButton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. StoryButton, imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's story is called "Nothing Can Satisfy You Like God." This is Solomon Part Seven and comes from 1 Kings Chapter 10, Verses 1 through 14, 22 through 24, and Ecclesiastes Chapter 2, Verses 1 through 11. Today's episode is made possible thanks to the generosity from Anna Story, Lulu, Collier, and their baby sister. They have been listening for two years now. It's been so long that I think last time I heard from you, your little sister was just about to be born. Thank you again for listening and for your generous support. Now, we begin today's story. Now when the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She packed her bags for the journey and made her way to Jerusalem. She traveled with a great caravan of camels carrying spices and large amounts of gold and precious stones. With each long step the camel's legs made, the riches clinked together in their bag, slung between the camel's humps. When they arrived, she came to Solomon and told him all that was on her mind. And Solomon, well, he answered all of her questions. There was nothing hidden from the king that he could not explain to her. When the queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants, what they were wearing, his cupbearers, and his burnt offerings that he offered at the house of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. Oh, wow. Never in her life had she seen such things. Queen Sheba said to the king, So, the report was true, that I heard in my own land of your words and of your wisdom. But I did not believe it until I came and saw with my own eyes. And behold, not even half of this was told me, your wisdom and wealth, oh, they surpass what I had heard. Happy are your men, happy are your servants who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord, your God, who has delighted in you and set you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord loved Israel forever, he Has made you king, that you may keep justice and righteousness. So, listeners, does it sound like the Queen is amazed? Yes. Yes. And what's beautiful is that she recognizes that it's God who has done the great things she sees. She gives God the credit for setting Solomon on the throne. Okay, let's continue. Then she gave the king 120 talents of gold. What's a talent? It's a measurement of weight. We usually weigh things in pounds or kilograms, so 120 talents of gold means she gave him about nine thousand pounds of gold. That would equal about two hundred sixty million dollars today.
1: Holy moly!
0: That's an insane amount of money, you guys. And that's not all. She also gave him many spices and precious stones. Never again came such an abundance of spices as these that the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Well, no wonder she needed a caravan to carry that huge load. My goodness! Now the Bible goes on to tell of even more riches Solomon continues to get. He continues to get massive amounts of gold, so much that even his cups were All made from gold. None were silver. Silver was not considered as anything in the days of Solomon. I don't know about you, but I would welcome a silver cup. Solomon also had many chariots, horses. He also had a fleet of ships. Once every three years, The fleet of ships would come, bringing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and peacocks. Thus King Solomon excelled all the kings of the earth in riches and in wisdom. And the whole earth sought the presence of Solomon so that they could hear his wisdom, which God had put into his mind. Does it seem like Solomon has it all? Yes. Yeah. Now listen closely, because even though it seems he has it all, Solomon teaches us a very valuable lesson. We turn now in our Bibles to the book of Ecclesiastes. Most believe Solomon wrote this. Let's hear... What he tells us
1: So I I said to myself I I will try having fun. I will enjoy myself, but I found that this is also useless. It is foolish to laugh all the time. I decided to cheer myself up with delicious foods and, and drinks, and at the same time my mind it was still thinking wisely. I wanted to find a way to enjoy myself. I wanted to see what was good for people to do with their few days of life. So then I did great things. I built houses and I planted vineyards for myself and I planted gardens and I made parks and I planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made sparkling pools of water to water the growing trees large herds of cattle and flocks of sheep. I had those too. I had more than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I also gathered silver and gold for myself, and I became so famous. I was greater, greater than anyone who had lived in Jerusalem before me. Anything I saw and wanted, I got for myself. I did not miss Any pleasure I desired, and and I was pleased with everything I did. (laughs) And this pleasure, it was the reward for all my hard work. Yet, when I surveyed all that my hands had done, and what I had toiled to achieve, everything, everything was meaningless. A chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained, nothing was gained under the sun.
0: Well, that is it for today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. Does it sound like anything Solomon wanted, he got? Answer out loud. Yeah. Yes, we heard that over and over again. He has so much and is so rich that it's really hard to compare him to anyone alive today who has the amount of money Solomon had. Here's what's incredible. Solomon shows us that even if you can have whatever your heart desires, be the richest person in the world, Do exactly what you want. That he himself tested this out. And guess what? He said, it's a chasing after the wind. What's that mean? Well, he's saying that we have all thought. That if only we could get everything we wanted... Then, we'd be happy and satisfied forever. Yippee! But Solomon is saying he learned this only brings us joy, satisfies us for a little while. And then, well, that feeling fades away. If you don't believe me, try this. Think of a time you really, really wanted a toy or a thing, or maybe you wanted to go somewhere. Say out loud a time you got what you wanted. I'll wait. When I got my little Koala speaker and I got it. I wanted a snake that runs around and I got it. Thanks for sharing. Now, you may have even thought that if you had that toy or did that thing, you would never, ever ask mom or dad for another thing again. But what happened? As time passed, did you learn that that thing you wanted so badly and you finally got? Did you realize that the thing actually did not bring you endless joy? Yeah. Exactly. I'll tell you a secret. Kids aren't the only ones who have to learn this. Adults, we are still learning it too. Us adults have read about real-life actresses and singers, rich and famous people who seem to have it all. Kinda like Solomon. But these people have said that often they can feel very sad once they get all of this. Why? It's because they realize that they have everything, yet they still feel empty and meaningless. Well, why? because those things were never meant to satisfy us. Only God can do that. What we are really looking for is God, not things or popularity. Solomon is warning us.
1: Hey, nothing will satisfy you like God. Believe me, I know.
0: The thing that will satisfy us forever, bring us meaning and purpose, is the one who created our souls. God. Now, is it bad to want things or enjoy them? Absolutely not. God created things and he's a loving father. He delights in seeing his children enjoy them. But... We must remember these things are not to replace God. This week, notice the advertisements you hear for things like cars, toys, clothing. Listen to see what promises they make. What kind of words do they use?
1: Buy our shoes and you'll be the fastest kid on the team.
0: Are these promises fake? Will they satisfy you forever? Talk about this with your family. And remember that God is where we really find our unshakable joy, where we are satisfied. His promises are good, and He is faithful to keep them. Well, that is it for our story today. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember to click subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode, and if you want to search the episodes by scripture, topic, or title, go to kbspodcast.com, click podcast, and you'll find the magnifying glass where you can search. Thanks again, and as always, bye for now.